Hello and welcome to another edition of the PHNX D-Backs podcast right here on PHNX. My name is Derek Montia. Of course, I am your mayor of this very fine podcast network known as the PHNX. And I am joined by the vice mayor of this network. He is the vice mayor of PHNX and also the Thunderstick, Jesse Friedman. Hello, Derek. That was a fun spring training game today. Merrill it Kelly was... was. He was something else in uh, in the Cactus League today. So we've got some some fun stuff to talk about here. In this I one. mean, I know results don't matter, but when you talk about a guy looking sharp, Merrill Kelly looks sharp today in his three innings of work. But like you said, we will get to that shortly. Of course, we got to let you know that this show is brought to you by our friends over at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Right now, College basketball is, is 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 taking over the world. It's March Madness, and everybody's got it. Uh, it's 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 better than it's better than COVID. Much better than COVID, but just as contagious. Uh, <laughs> but you can get down on the biggest tournament of the year with DraftKings Sportsbook. Turn your team's victory into a big win by betting five dollars on any team to win using our code of PHNX, and you will get two hundred dollars in free bets if they do. That's for new customers over at the DraftKings Sportsbook. And yes, Jesse, again, uh, we were out at beautiful Scottsdale Stadium playing the San Francisco Giants today. Uh, I got a chance to chat uh, with Bannister once again. I can't tell you how much I enjoy uh, Jeff Bannister. He's, uh, he's a warm, calming presence in my life, Jesse. And if I could, I, I you know, I've said I would let Mike Hazen general manage my life. I, I'd let, I'd let Bannister cook. What, he's gonna, he's life? like, He's like basically your life coach at this point. I'm he's pretty really, sure. I mean, I think we're we're bordering on like we're we're definitely bordering on life coach status. Where he's, you know, you're gonna you're gonna go to Jeff Bannister with all of the biggest problems that you have yeah. in life. So. Oh yeah, no, that's no doubt. That's that's without a doubt. That's for sure. And also his uh, stories that he tells me that I can't repeat are uh, both enjoyable and killing me inside. Uh, why do you have to do that why do you have to do that to us Derek I don't know I don't know but that's not it's not about me and Jeff Bannister being friends it's not about the the fact he's gonna like be a a very big influence in my life it's about Merrill Kelly dominating the San Francisco Giants today it was abusive Jesse it was abusive eight strikeouts in three innings of work uh at times he was just delivering in a way that seemed not only efficient, but very easygoing, right? Like he wasn't laboring. It was easy for him seemingly to get through those uh, those eight strikeouts in, in three innings. And uh, everybody seemed pretty impressed with, with his outing today. Obviously, near near perfect. I mean, he, he literally was perfect. I mean, nine up, nine down. Uh, eight strikeouts, as you said. It's hard to ask for more than that in a uh, Cactus League debut. Merrill Kelly's going to be big for the Diamondbacks this year. I mean, we talked about last year how he was arguably their most valuable pitcher just by virtue of the fact that he was reasonably consistent. He stayed healthy for the most part. That's something we can't say for anyone else in this rotation from last year. And currently, he's lined up uh, as far as we can tell right now. Of course, Tori Lovello is not say this but he's lined up to pitch in game two of the season as of right now so i think that's probably the most likely scenario yeah it seems like it's going to go mad bum merrill kelly especially with zach gallon not making his first appearance in the rotation but getting in there at some point i don't think that they're going to go 
to Zach Gallen on like a short pitch count leash for something like the opening series. I just don't see that happening. No, no, I don't either. And not to mention, he still hasn't pitched in a spring training game. Uh, he has one more live BP to throw before they're going to get him into a game. So his his timing isn't looking great as far as getting into the into the rotation. But like we said yesterday, it's just for one, it's just for one portion of the rotation. Yeah, it'll be good to see what um, you know what Zach Gallon is able to do. We saw the team do this last year, like we talked about yesterday where uh he wasn't necessarily fully stretched out when the season started but the diamondbacks just said hey you know we'd rather have you throw 70 75 pitches in the majors than throw 70 or 75 pitches uh in the minors in a rehab game like we talked about on the show yesterday so yeah merrill kelly's gonna be a, a pretty big part of of this rotation in 2022 and uh, yeah, I mean, we talked about how valuable he's been. We've talked about how he might be a pretty marketable uh, trade piece come the trade deadline. Uh, not that we want to talk about um, those things just yet, but this is the last year of, of Merrill Kelly's deal. So, you. you know, keep things in perspective here, folks. Just like we said with Zach Allen the other day, enjoy Merrill Kelly <laughs> while he's here. You're a bad person. I just want you to know that. Uh, <laughs> something interesting that I took away from Tori Lovello's pregame press, I guess, scrum, you could say, in the dugout, was Barry Bloom, who's a wonderful man. He's uh, an, a, another advisor in my life. There's like a council of wise baseball men that I'm going to appoint to go to for all my life choices, and Barry's one of them. Uh, Barry was asking Tori Lovello about prep preparation and preparing for the different teams and lineups and one interesting thing that i found that tory said was that they basically prepare the same for every team and barry even seemed a bit taken aback by that and kind of clarified and and tory clarified that he meant kind of what he said that they prepare the same way for for every team and i'm not trying to question tory lavallo as a manager but is that the wisest path to preparation is preparing the exact same way for every team? I mean, is that truly the idea of like, we're going to play our game our way and we're going to beat them kind of mentality. I mean, isn't that such like, like textbook baseball talk? Like, yeah, you know, we're going to, put our heads down. We're going to treat them like they're any other team. You right. Know, we're going to do right. the same thing every day. Baseball players and coaches are creatures of habit. Right. So like, these are the Correct. kinds of things that they say. And that's, and that's not to say that like, you know, behind the scenes, I think we all know they're not preparing for every team the same way they know who's pitching. They have tons of scouting reports and tons of information right. Right. about who they're facing on a day-to-day -day basis. So I, I think that's more, Tori Lovello just doing that, you know, baseball, baseball answer. Yeah. Standard baseball answer. I think that's yeah. what we got. There. I was like with the analytics that you have, you're preparing for every team the same way. Yeah. I that's just false. It. You don't have yeah. Mike Fitzgerald as, you know, a uh, statistical analyst working in your front office. If you're preparing for every team, the exact same Correct. way. Correct. Uh, now <laughs> what, what I will say though, is that I thought it was funny when he was asked, I think by Nick Picoro about, um, the uh like lineups and 
whether he was going to still give guys days off or if they were going to get like a half day off DHing, you know, the way that, and you, you brought it up. Baseball is a game where these guys are creatures of habit. And to be honest, at times, one thing I've questioned quite a bit as far as Tori Lovello's managing, which, and I think a lot of people have is, is his constant pivoting, right? Is his constant changing of where guys bat in the batting lineup, his constant changing of guys where they're who's playing when they're playing and most importantly pulling guys out and having them sit have an off day when they are like on the middle of a hot streak they're hitting like 500 over their last like six games and it's right. time for david peralta to take us you know a, a seat and no it's not you know it's not it's definitely not time wait till this whole fizzles out just let's get the most out of his hotness right now as possible Lavallo sees things in a much different way, and he constantly sees this as like a, you know, a marathon, right? Trying to get through the 162 game season, and no matter how good you are at during portions of it, you still have to get this team to the finish line and and have them be as healthy as possible when you get there. So, I mean, I, I don't know if he sees things in the hot, you know, guys are hot kind of way and not sitting them, but. Uh, it, it seemed to hurt his soul to have to admit that, yes, he'll keep them in the lineup if they're doing super well, uh, and, and have a <laughs> BH, even if it's, uh, their, their day off. That's the, that's the big advantage of the DH, right? Is that Tori Lovello can, can still give guys a day off their feet, you know, even, yeah. uh, even, uh, with the ability to still have their lineup in or to have their bat in the lineup still. Right. And that's something that. He hasn't been able to do in the past. If he wanted to give a, a guy, you know, a, a restful day, the only day to really, the only way to do that was to just take the person out of the lineup altogether. And the DH gives him options. And we know that Tori Lovello loves options. So we'll, we'll see what that looks like this year. He really does, but hopefully things can be in a more cohesive fashion now. And I, I think that's, that's really what the DH can bring to his particular style of managing. Right. Um, and, and like you said, I, I don't know. I, I don't know how they consider a DH because I, we might have a different opinion about, you know, having a day off versus their opinion of having a day off, but still having the DH. Uh, but it's like, uh, I don't know. It's like when you have to go into work and you don't really have to do a lot of work, but you have to be there for the eight hours. And I think all of us can, uh, can, can remember at least one experience in our time of working where, where we did that. So uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what this team can do. Uh, Merrill Kelly seems to be in another stratosphere. We'll see if that still carries over to his next start. And we'll see how this plays out. Like you said, it looks like the rotation is set. Uh, I'm guessing Mad Bum, uh, Kelly, Luke Weaver, and then whoever we got in the battery. It'll be interesting to see if Zach Davies I imagine he would have to start in a couple of these spring uh, games in order to be ready and to be part of this lineup going into the regular season. That's a good, that's a good point. Yeah. And I don't think the team has officially announced the signing yet, at least as of, as of right now, as far as I'm aware. So obviously that's going to have to happen first. They're going to have to yeah. get his physical done yeah. and all that before they can get him out there on the field. But yeah, I'm sure we'll see him at some point in the cactus league as the Diamondbacks are stretching out a lot of guys. I mean, it they sounds are. like Taylor Widener's being stretched out. Caleb Smith is being stretched out. 
guys that we don't really think will stay in the rotation just for this weird first part of the year, uh, you know, where you're going to need more pitchers than you normally would at the beginning of a season, just because the guys haven't had as long to prepare for the beginning of the season. And I know the rosters are going to be expanded. We'll get a little bit more into that later on in the show. Um, but you're going to, you might need Taylor Widener to, to, you know, give you a few innings and you might need Caleb Smith to give you a few innings from time to time. And, uh, Zach Davies, I'm sure is going to slot right in there as another guy who's, who's going to get stretched out and, and hopefully we'll be able to, uh, to go, you know, 70, 80 pitches by the time the season starts. Well, Corbin Martin's another guy that had kind of a mini start in today's game. Uh, he, he basically went in for nearly three innings. Uh, gave up a couple of runs, but had three strikeouts and, you know, still looked pretty strong. Um, so had, had some inherited runs that scored. So he only had one earned run in the game. But I mean, again, he's one of those guys that they seem to be stretching out and uh, will definitely be a name that stays as part of the rotation conversation, I think, for for the season, even if he's not there initially here when when opening day comes around. We know that Mike Hazen loves Corbin Martin. Um, mm-hmm. When the Diamondbacks acquired him a few years ago in the Zach Greinke deal, it sounds it sounded like he was someone that they'd been trying to get for years, that they were interested yeah. in well before that deal even happened. So I think we can be pretty confident if Corbin Martin is showing you know any kind of promise for being part of this starting rotation, the Diamondbacks are going to give him uh, whatever opportunity he sets himself up for. And obviously, you're going to get more about that all season long over at gophnx.com. If you're not a member, go sign up to become a member now. You can get down and become an annual member. Annual membership will get you not only a free t-shirt at the phnxlocker.com, which I've told you about these t-shirts. I'm wearing one right now. It 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 makes me more confident. Uh, I, I think I lost five pounds wearing it. I, I don't know if there's any correlation between these good things that have happened in my life and this t-shirt, but I'm saying... They weren't happening when I wasn't wearing the t-shirt is what I'm saying. So go over, get yourself an annual membership, get yourself a free t-shirt over at phnxlocker.com. If you want to try the month to month option, we still got you covered. We'll give you your first month for just 50 cents. Not only do you get the access to all of our content out of our gophnx.com, and it's just an avalanche. It's a mountain of, of content. Both of those are Denver terms, and I probably... I, I mean, as much as they're mm. our cousins, I probably shouldn't be using them. By the way, Patrick Lyons was a big fan of me calling them our cousins. He liked that a lot. So that's officially what our friends in Chicago and Denver are going to be now. They are our cousins, uh, and those are cousins' terms. So I should say what, like, uh, at a, 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 a avalanche, or what, I don't know, what's a desert <laughs> term of a lot of stuff? Like, oh, it's a snake. Uh, it's a bunch of snakes. Uh, I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> We got a shit ton of content. There you go. I got a shit ton of content over at PHNX. Uh, go PHNX.com. And I hope you enjoy all of it, not only from us, but from all of the other beats, the Suns, the Cardinals, Coyotes. We have some tremendous people working here. And I am honored to be amongst them. Not not only amongst Jesse Friedman, but amongst the great writers and content creators we have here at PHNX. Uh and also, you can get in on our Discord where we'll talk about baseball. We'll talk about all sorts of stuff. Uh, members only, of course. Uh, all, all over at gophnx.com. Um, but Jesse, we have been 
there, there's some people we've been talking about and and kind of not mentioning when it comes to the rotation, right? Like Tyler Gilbert, uh, Humberto Castellanos. There's a, there's quite a few guys that have you know kind of earned the right to be stretched out and kind of be fighting for this role right now and and have done a good job. Uh, but I also feel like we've done that when it comes to right field because we have talked quite often about right field being a positional need for this team as if they have no right fielder at all. And to be honest, Jordan Luplo has been playing some pretty good baseball in the outfield and in right field for the Arizona Diamondbacks. Yeah, Luplo is is one of those guys that, know where he's gonna play exactly no he was in right field today we'll see exactly technically mlb.com has him listed as a center fielder uh which i don't know necessarily how much time he'll see in in center field this year um we also saw him play first base um in past season so he can kind of bounce around but yeah the point is derek uh i mean he was two for three today with a couple of uh, I mean, we're looking at a sample of uh, eight at-bats, so, you know, certainly take this with a grain of salt. But two doubles and a home run and eight at-bats is pretty hard to pretty hard to argue with. Um, and the other thing that I want to point out is that Jordan Luplo historically has been a, a serious platoon hitter, um, the kind of guy that you don't really want him to ever handed pitcher. Um, but he's going to smoke lefties. That's pretty much been um, the scouting report on Jordan Luplo for a number of years. And so far, Derek, those two doubles and that home run all came against right-handed pitching. He's three for six against righties with those three extra base hits. Uh, also happens to be over for two uh, against left, but of course, such a small sample you can see there. Um, so this actually could be a development for, for Jordan Luplo. Obviously, still such a small number of games. We have to see uh, him continue this for a longer period of time before we can really make any real claims. But if he's able to, you know, kind of get around that uh, that hump that he's been dealing with for a number of years as being kind of exclusively a platoon guy, that would make him a, a much more valuable asset for the Diamondbacks. He's still only 28 years old. Uh, a few years ago in Cleveland, he had a, a really, really good season. Um, so this is a good, a really good start for, for Luplo. And, you know, hopefully he's able to, to continue this. Uh, another guy that's been having a pretty good showing out at spring training has been Dominic Canzone. He's been yeah. kind of doing a great job. He had a, uh, came in at DH, had a hit in this game and drove in a couple of RBI. Uh, but nobody is out hitting right now, David Peralta. Uh, who's currently averaging 500 with a 2.056 OPS. That's that's uh that's, that's pretty, pretty compelling. Uh, four pretty four for eight with two home runs and five RBIs is not a not a bad start. We'll take it. <laughs> I, why see why see why'd you have to minimalize it? You had to go there and minimalize it with the actual numbers when I was just giving out averages and OPSs, Jesse. You gotta give out <laughs> that you're 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 bearing you're bearing the 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 exciting stuff here. Oh, but yeah, no, I think that uh, their outfield situation is is not terrible. Uh, I think McCarthy has been doing pretty well this this spring, as you know. And and again, I think he played center field today. Uh, yeah, he's hitting uh, four twenty nine. So I imagine that's only in two or three games, but still uh, looking pretty good, you know. And so if if this team can kind of keep up this pace, they they got some guys that are already dialed in and. 
even if the winds aren't coming, it's a great sign that, that some of these guys are already ready to go offensively. Yeah. I mean, it, it's so hard to tell based on as few games as we've played. So oh, I, know. I, I definitely want to, yeah, it's, I think it's hard to really jump to any, any, you want to pump the brakes. Are you kidding? I know. I'm a, I'm a sample is, size guy, Derek. If, where we, if a guy, where if a guy goes wild predictions and accusations and, 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 and we give too much credit and not enough credit all based on these results. But I, I uh, am excited that uh, Cattell Marte will be in tomorrow's game or today's game, excuse me, uh, on on Thursday. And he will be playing uh, at second base. So he won't just be in a DH role. He'll actually be fielding. Uh, his eye is better. I think he has contacts in again. And uh, he's back to 100%. That's great news. I mean, we've we've talked about how important he is for this team. That's obviously no uh, no secret. Um, I I do think it's interesting that they're being so cautious with him um, in terms of like where he plays defensively, like kind of easing him in as a DH when it seems like the issue he had was um, was an eye issue um, that. Yeah, I know there was some sort of incident where um, he was wearing these fancy glasses and um, his eyesight was off a little bit. You wouldn't necessarily great. think Glad that. Look great. Yeah, yeah, maybe he'll stick with them just as a fashion I statement. I guess we'll, yeah. I guess we'll see. But, uh, but yeah, I don't know. I wouldn't necessarily think that. You know, it, like if if his eyesight is good enough to hit, then you'd think he would be able to play second base. I mean, it's not, you know, it's not a hamstring injury where you don't want him moving around out there. So that no, that's a good point. But I think it might be injury. more. It just might be more about. I, I get what you're saying hitting is just as dangerous because a ball is coming at you. So if you're having vision problems, then you probably shouldn't be hitting. And you yeah, it just seems like either, either you can see and you can play baseball or you can't see and you just should not play. You shouldn't hit, you shouldn't well, field, you shouldn't do anything, right? I mean, I think fielding, you might pick up the ball differently and it might just be more about that like vision-wise because we don't know what he was experiencing, blurred vision sure. or... I guess there's a there's a bigger margin for error. Like if he's hitting worst case scenario, he strikes out three times. Whereas if he's playing defense, you know, playing second base, he could he could really struggle out there if if his his eyesight isn't on. Absolutely. At least he's still getting in the game and getting some at bats, which for him right now is probably the more important thing is getting dialed in against major league pitching instead of you know, even live. Live BP is major league pitching, but it's just different. You know what I mean? It's not a game. It's not the same kind of atmosphere. It's very loose. You know, it's even though you're hitting against a teammate that's throwing and trying to get you out like any other pitcher would, it's still not playing against an actual opposing pitcher, right? So uh, trying to get him those at-bats as as soon as possible kind of makes sense. But uh, I also understand that they just don't have a lot of time, Jesse. They don't. They're, they're really just trying to get guys as much time as they can whenever they can without there being any kind of, you know, delay to their progress. And honestly, like with the lineups, for instance, it, you know, getting getting guys playing time, but also not looking at it the same way that they have in past spring trainings when they have more time. Sometimes with the past spring trainings, it, it wasn't really as much about getting the major league guys ready at times as it was about kind of seeing some of the other middle guys and where they might kind of fit in 
to the to the roster and and fit into the plan for the season. Now, I mean, there's this kind of weird uh, very variance from one guy to the next about how prepared they were because some guys are very prepared. Some guys are the Josh Rojas's of the world that felt like they had the best, you know, off season ever as far as working out and, and being prepared and then others not so much. Right. So there's, there's a lot of guys that I don't think were came into camp, you know, going to these like player, you know, put together mini camps and, and getting the workouts that, that other guys were. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is a, this is a, a, kind of different situation as far as spring training is concerned. I mean, I guess different, but also the same when it comes to what they all went through last season. Right. Yeah, um, Madison Bumgarner said this does not compare at all to the uh, pandemic situation, which he really said he handled personally horribly. He really? said like just his, you know, the, the stop and go and stop and go kind of thing. How, that. how like, did he, did he get into specifics about that, about he how he handled it? Yeah, He's okay. talked about it several times, but I, I personally have never heard him get into specifics. He might have uh, in occasions where I wasn't present, but for the most part, I think he just probably didn't kind of maintain a level of readiness. You know, like I think he might've just shut down altogether. And then that, is weird when you already ramped up and got stretched out through spring training essentially and then shut down for what <laughs> how long was uh, it, it was it was a few months because i mean like spring five training months, right? was, i don't think it was it that long i think so spring training shut down in in march obviously march. Yeah. and then they played a 60 game season that was sort of like the season didn't bleed far past when it normally would have ended. So I think they got, I think they got going around the beginning of, um, of August. I yeah. want to say something like that. that. I just so, said August. so yeah, I guess that's, that is five. Yeah, yeah five you're right. That's five months. That's crazy. <laughs> my math is good, Jesse. I know you're a teacher, but come on, double check my work and give me a star. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, I don't I even mean, give my students star. stars, Derek. <laughs> I know, I know. You know, you're you're uh you're you're a tough but fair teacher. Um, and you know what they they say that about a lot of things, but you're not going to find any toughness over at DraftKings Sportsbook. What you're going to find is them giving new customers, especially during this college basketball season, uh, just free bets, free bets. New customers right now can bet five dollars on any team to win, any team. So you know, the favorites and get $200 in free bets. If they do, it's that simple. If they win, you win over at the DraftKings Sportsbook. Existing customers can get down on college hoops, same game parlays, as well as multiple game parlays with this tournament wrapping up. Combine multiple bets from the same game or multiple games for a bigger payout. The more legs you add, the more money you win. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit, withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code PHNX. Bet $5 on any college hoops team to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. If they win, you win with promo code PHNX this week at DraftKings Sportsbook. 21 and over only, Arizona only, gambling problem done, 1-800-NEXT-STEP, new customers only, minimum $5 deposit required, eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. And Jesse, big news before we talk about our last thing here. Uh, we're having Bert on the show tomorrow. We're having Bert? Show. Steve Berthium? 
Yeah, we're going to have Steve Berthume on the show tomorrow to talk with us a little bit. Actually, I say later today. Again, we record this on Wednesday, pulling back the curtain too far. But uh, tonight on Thursday, we're going to have Steve Berthume on the live show. So make sure to join us if you're one of our regular listeners. Get in on the comments. Ask some questions. We're going to chat about D-backs. We're going to get down to uh, we're we're going to get down to uh, the the nitty gritty of him making calls and entertaining us during baseball games. See, you and I only have to ramble on for thirty minutes at a time, but this man has to talk for three hours during these baseball games and keep us informed, engaged, and entertained. And I find that, especially now with what we do to be an impressive feat every single game. So going to love to chat with with Bert about that stuff and so much more. So make sure to join us for that. Uh, one thing that we might have to ask him about are these new rules that look like they're going to be implemented in 2022. It looks like according to uh, Alden Gonzalez's uh, or Joel Sherman's uh, original reporting, uh, the uh, MLB and MLBPA are expected to be ratified by owners next week. 28-man rosters in the month of April. Automatic runner on second base. That ghost runner's back alive again. Yep. And yep. the Shohei Otani rule. Which he, has I, his own, I, he has his own rule? He has his own <laughs> rule. You know how much I love Shohei Otani. So, like, this is a big deal. Shohei Otani gets his own rule. No, it's not the Shohei Otani rule, but it's basically the Shohei Otani rule which is that the pitcher can remain as the DH if they were hitting as the DH after he's done pitching through life of the CBA, which makes me kind of curious. Like, could he like go into the DH spot, even if he didn't start in the DH spot, but see, this doesn't matter because nobody's going to use this. And that's why it's the Shohei Otani rule because the angels are the only team that are going to use this rule. So yeah. it, doesn't, it doesn't matter. Don't don't you love how much like like Shohei Otani's awesomeness has broken so many systems? Oh. Like we don't like I feel so bad for you know like the programmers over at ESPN Fantasy Baseball or like all the different <laughs> fantasy sports out there. They're like, oh shoot, man, we I gotta we gotta figure out stuff. we gotta figure out how to have a player in the system as both a pitcher and a hitter, and like you gotta be able to either start him one or the other, but not both. Shohei Otani has ruined everything in the best way possible. He has not. You take it back. You take it back. I said in the best way possible. He's ruined a lot of things, Derek. He's made us rethink this game that is not really built to accommodate guys who both pitch and hit at the same time and do both of them at an extremely high level. So uh, I am an enormous Shohei Otani fan, but I think it's uh, it's pretty cool. Um, I think it's sad if, you know, these – kind of arbitrary rules that that baseball has would would keep Shohei Otani out of a game um when we all know we we yeah. really just want to see him stay in the yeah. I mean maybe if you're one of the uh one of the Angels AO West foes you're not so happy about one of your rivals having a player have a rule named after him I yeah probably not the best day for those people but for the rest of us this is pretty fun it could be the Madison Bumgarner silver slugger rule, you know? I don't know. <laughs> hey guys. I you know, I've never seen anybody be care less about hitting than when Madison Bumgarner was asked about it. Like really? Is, really? You know, I don't know for being as good as he was at at it. I felt like Granky cared a lot about hitting 
Um, Madison Bumgarner's just good at it, but he doesn't seem sad to see it go. Yeah. Uh, but like I said before earlier this week, after that media scrum that we had with him, he's very crotchety about all of these rule changes and doesn't care much for anything. He doesn't like change, Jesse. None of us like change. Nobody likes change, but change is happening. That's what's happening. Um, and I'm excited for the rule changes. I'm just losing track of when, which ones are going to be in play, right? The DH is this season or not this season? Um, oh, it's this season. Yeah, DH, okay. DH is here immediately. But you're right. Not all of the rule, like banning the shift and whatnot. That's banning stuff the shift until is not. The bigger bases yeah. are not until next year, right? Right, right. But the um, Ghost Runners are back immediately. Ghost Runners are immediate. Yep. That's a, you know, I, I I've seen an odd number of people in favor of the Ghost Runners, and I'm I'm honestly surprised by that. I'm 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 a little. I'm a little thunderstruck, thunderstick, because I can't believe <laughs> that that many people like it. I just, I don't know. I've never, I, I felt like it was just such a weird artificial rule and, and and a thing to have happen in this game that never has somebody automatically start on base unless, you know, some sort of something was violated or a walk or something. Yeah. Right? Like, it's just such a weird rule, and I, I'm I'm still not in favor of it. Yeah, for all for all the like baseball scorekeeping purists out there you know there there isn't a marking in your in your uh scorebook for you know <laughs> runner on second base who just appeared there when the inning started yes, we don't sir, really have a, a little boo it's a little boo from mario is what it is it's a little ghost it's a little drawing of a ghost and that's what okay okay <laughs> I don't know. you'll have to invent I an official scorecard no no, Evan there. Thompson from Last Word on Sports, by the way, shout out to him. It is his birthday today. Uh, it happy is. birthday, buddy. And by the time you're listening to this, it will be my birthday. So happy birthday to me. I'm just saying. Um, you can Venmo me drinks. Did you, did you just like drink. wish yourself a happy birthday? I did. On your I did. Show. And it's not my birthday yet, but Jesse, it's going to be. I feel bad because I feel like that was Jesse, my job. Jesse, wish me a happy birthday. This is, happy, <laughs> this is my birthday when this airs. Come on. Yeah, it's oh, not your birthday right now. I can't do monster. it. You're maybe maybe Steve Berthium will tell you happy birthday, anyway, Derek. Well, maybe, we'll see. Maybe. That's what <laughs> that's all I wanted from the D backs. They were like, What do you want for your, your birthday? I was like, Steve Berthium, of course. Well, you got like, your yeah, wish. I don't know if we can make that happen. Maybe <laughs> as long as it's a Zoom meeting and not in person. But uh I will say, going back to what Evan was uh was talking about, um the he was showing me like the different ways to score. Uh, on a scorecard and it's it, it was just one nightmarish scoring method after the next that i'll never remember and i will look back on and i will never know what i wrote i won't know what all these lines meant jesse i don't do all of this i write what you might call a simple man scorecard with pretty much just what happened and little notes uh six three two b uh, it's i'm you're not going to get a whole lot more than that out of me but Anyway, uh, again, shout out to Evan for his birthday. And shout out to me for my birthday, Jesse. <laughs> Happy birthday, Evan. Happy birthday. Oh, oh <laughs> we did the thing. Well, I'm wrapping up so we can get to my birthday faster. But we thank you guys so much for checking out the show. Of course, you can follow us on Twitter. I'm at Cap underscore Caveman with a K. Jesse is at Jesse and Friedman. Our show, the premiere 
spring training coverage for the Arizona Diamondbacks is at PHNX underscore D-backs. But of course, all roads lead to at PHNX underscore sports. And that is on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We are excited to be joined by Michaela Perkins very soon. She's going to be joining us and be with us on opening day. Uh, we are excited to be here. Jesse's flying out. We're all going to be together. It's going to be a grand time. Our countdown to opening day is, is on. We're going to be coming to you from the Ainsworth across the street. I think some of you are familiar with that from uh, the PHNX Sun Show. So exciting times, guys. Can't wait for opening day to come. Two, uh, two, weeks. Come. two weeks. Two Derek. weeks, Derek. Two weeks. Two weeks. Make your plans. Come join us at the Ainsworth. We're going to be doing a pregame show, postgame show, shots on Jesse. He doesn't drink, but he's going to buy them. Uh, but uh, yeah, <laughs> join us for all that festivities. Uh, of course, yeah, you can uh, download us uh, wh- wherever you download podcasts at. at uh, subscribe and leave us a five-star review if you, if you feel like we deserve it. Also, go over to the YouTube channel. Sign up for notifications for the PHNX Sports YouTube channel. Uh, follow them. Do all of that good stuff. That way you don't miss any of the good content coming out from our PHNX team. It's those wonderful writers and wonderful content creators I was talking about earlier. Uh, again, use our code of PHNX over at the DraftKings Sportsbook for new customers and sign up to become a member over at gophnx.com. We thank you guys so much for checking out the show. On behalf of Jesse and myself, we always appreciate you for listening. And remember, kids, it's my birthday. It's which we happy birthday, Jesse. Do the thing. No? Oh. Happy birthday, Evan. Happy oh, birthday. God, I hate you. <laughs>